0: Hey you, I'm Bailey and I'm Hannah and we are your hosts of HBU, a podcast about life, us, but especially you. It also asks the question, how about you? We both love to learn and grow and we believe that a huge part of that is asking about other stories and experiences as well as sharing and reflecting on our own. Welcome back to our series, How About Us, which are many episodes capturing positive stories from all around the world. We are so excited about this one, although we may always be excited about these
1: stories. I really think we will be. (laughs) So, we saw this article on Positive News and had to share. Today, we are talking about the planet's first floating city. This city, which begun its construction this summer in the Maldives, has the ultimate goal of housing up to 20,000 people by its target completion date in 2027. And although this isn't a representation of the total population of these islands, which is actually over half a million, which I didn't know.
0: Oh, I didn't either.
1: It offers hope to a really bright future. Um... It has the intention of containing houses, restaurants, shop, a school and even a hospital and is being spearheaded by both the Maldives government and Water Studio, which is an architectural studio based out of the Netherlands. So they're really trying to, like, create a real city, like, with everything that humans would need to survive on it. Yeah. yeah. So the term a floating
0: city, not taking lightly, like, actually. there are cities in the U S that don't have hospitals. Like, like that's uncommon, like not uncommon, but you know, like that's a big deal. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the fact that a school would be there, like restaurants, everything that they would essentially need would be there. It's hard to imagine, but that's why we really love this. That's why like we chose this is because it's so unique and so different. And, um, kind of setting the bar. So yeah. positive news states modeled on the distinctive geometry of the brain coral that is common to the Indian Ocean, the sustainable city is being constructed to ease housing pressures in the small island nation and to provide a livable future for locals as sea levels rise. So as we are aware, climate change is causing our oceans level ocean levels to rise. As a grouping of low-based islands, 80% of the Maldives are only one meter above sea level, which scientists expect that water levels will raise by this much by 2100. So this makes them very vulnerable and uh, really susceptible to a lot of the changes that other places in the world really might not be affected. And this is one of the main reasons that they
0: have set out on this mission and why they're trying to make it happen pretty quick. I mean, yeah, there's definitely some urgency behind it, um, you yeah. know. But by getting that like end date, right? Like that's almost mm-hmm. to really say that that's brutally honest. But mm-hmm. but it's really cool that they're actually doing something about it instead of letting this keep going under the rug until eventually it's like, okay, there is nothing else we can do. Like they're already getting that that step up when other times stuff like this doesn't quite go fruition. You know, like there is nothing done about that kind of stuff. So I really like this this
1: a lot. I know me too. As a public health student, prevention, not treatment was like our number one (laughs) quote. And it seems like the Maldives really has this figured out because they're not waiting until last second or until it's too late. They really are taking research from scientists and saying, okay, this is going to happen. It's a matter of when, and we don't want to be Blindsided by it or any of the people that live here to be incapable of continuing to live here. So how do we combat that? And this is right. like their first step, which is really cool.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, climate change is a real thing. So um, you need to do something about it. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think we could go in a soapbox about yeah, this.
0: Say, I'm, I'm getting really passive aggressive <laughs> because I'm having to stop myself, but... Take a deep breath in
1: and out. Okay. (laughs) So, obviously, there were challenges faced by leaders of this project, as there are when you are doing anything new. And mostly, this was surrounding the sourcing of materials and where they were going to build the 5,000 homes that they are going to place on this floating island. Um, So Luckily, they are able to triumph and put their brains together to come up with a solution, which was they decided to build the homes in a shipyard that was located closer to the development than really any other location and towed the houses into the lagoon so they could be connected together within that hexagonal shape that I mentioned before and then attached to the seabed of the lagoon to be um, connected so that... Rising waters and waves and all those things wouldn't impact them since they're really connected to the seabed.
0: Yeah, man. I'm going to need you to put some pictures out there. Yeah, I'm trying to explain Space. it in the way possible, but it is very complex and it's very yeah. smart. Um, so they really- I mean, it is a big issue. So it's not surprising <laughs> that the solution is a little complex, but they're willing to put in the effort. And I the love- The solution that. is there. It just needs to be found. This is the perfect example. And they of that. did it and they're doing it.
1: I yeah. Shout out to everyone else out there! Things can be done to fix this problem. We just need to put our heads together. There's seven point nine nine billion of us. Seven
0: thousand nine hundred and ninety million. Yeah, dude, <laughs>
1: lots of human beings, lots of brain power. Let's use we can them. Do it.
0: Come on. Yeah,
1: they also have added a really cool climate-saving response. Which is they, instead of using electricity, they're choosing to use the cold water surrounding the city, so in the ocean, instead of air conditioning, to um, power the homes with cold air. And then they're also using solar panels for their electricity. So they're using their resources that are around them. Instead of pumping electricity out to, you know, this new island, they're using their surroundings to make that happen, and they also plan to provide a sewage treatment plant for each bundle of homes in the city to turn their waste into food for their plants.
0: Wow, yeah. So they've really thought this out. Like they—they they know they yeah. know all of what to do here. That's really cool. I mean, obviously, you can't build a floating city without knowing what you're going to do. But I just feel like they made all of the right choices, in my expert opinion. Um, <laughs> no expert opinion but in my opinion like this is genius this is perfect I mean cold water you'll have cold water you'll have ele- you'll have the sun and then waste from food like uh, those are all the things that like you always have so yeah. it's just reusing the things that are already going to automatically be there that's perfect do you think that the sea levels will drop because they're using the water to cool their houses? Like, do you think they, the, the, there will be enough water that comes up to be able to lower the sea level? I was joking, but you're, like, actually thinking about it? <laughs> I'm like, probably not. Yeah, um, no, that's
1: okay, man. You can, you can do it. <laughs> I love the thought, though. I really like I yeah, that would know,
0: be that would be like the cherry on top.
1: Yeah, save the oceans, The yeah.
0: Cherry on top, but yeah, like,
1: they're they're coming at it from every angle. Yeah. Genius. Yeah, let's 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 give some thought to that. And while we're thinking about that, we're going to leave you with this quote from Mohammed Nasheed, who was the president of the Maldives from 2008 to 2012. This floating city does not require any land reclamation and therefore has a minimal impact on the coral reefs. What's more, giant new reefs will be grown to act as water breakers. Our adaptation to climate change mustn't destroy nature but work with it. In the Maldives, we cannot stop the waves, but we can still rise with them. I love that. I love I love I love everything about this. It's amazing. Not only are they not going to harm the current coral reefs, but they're actually going to create new ones. New ones, which is only great for the ocean.
0: I mean, we all know about the Great Barrier Reef, you know, like all of the things that happened there with people and just climate change and all of the things that took that away. And so the fact that they're able to build this city that doesn't take away from the reefs, it actually increases it. That's spectacular.
1: Yeah. Well, and the whole idea that like they can't stop the, the water from rising, but they can rise with it. Like essentially these houses are just like. Imagine like boats, essentially, yeah. the water can raise as much as a dam wants to, but they're going to rise with it. It's genius. It's so smart.
0: Oh, did you see that they're um, cleaning up the garbage patch from yeah the Pacific? They're really making good headway on that. And it kind of goes with this too, like people actually doing well mm-hmm. and, and listening to the environment and wanting to change it. And I yep. love that for us.
1: Okay. But like on a more serious note, we both know how much passion we have for climate change and overfishing and so many other things, most of which comes from watching documentaries and seeing social media stuff. Um, But I would love to take a minute for us to be able to share some of our resources and just provide some context around our opinion on things so that maybe we can start having more Open and um, connective conversations in our communities about all of this, which is such an important topic.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, climate change and the oceans are such a part of me. I am a big advocate, as you know by now, of research and knowledge. I mean, we both are. Mm -hmm. But this is a subject that half of the population, you know, not using exact numbers, but they want. they want to ignore it and they want you to ignore it as well and just go on with life as it is. And so I feel like the most important thing right now is education and being able to do your own research and actually look into things and look for yourself and see what's, what's going on so that you can have your own opinions because this is a really big thing and everyone needs to be educated about it and do your own research instead of looking at news articles and looking at the media because you know that gets out of whack sometimes so education is a very big thing right now um and then obviously there's some simple things we we can all do we know about reduce reuse recycle we grew up with that engraved in our brains um but it's, it's not just like with plastic bottles that you use it's with everything we can reuse energy we can reuse food and you know, reuse waste and use that for other environmental things. Like planting nowadays is such a big thing. Everybody wants to be a plant, plant mom. I know I want to be a plant mom. I'm a huge plant mom. Heck yeah. (laughs) You know, like recycling clothes, electronics, anything, you name it, really. Um, Yeah. So we'll also link an article from the United Nations with 10 actions that you can do to combat climate change. It's more simple stuff like reduce, reuse, recycle, but it's definitely some things, even if you haven't seen it, just check it out and see what you can do to help. And I think too, even like having the conversation, I see this on a lot of
1: different sites is like just having that word of mouth and starting more conversations about it because you never really know like what impact your voice can have on the conversation. Even yeah. if you aren't the most knowledgeable person, which I know Bail had just You know, really hit on the doing your own research and having your own opinion. But even if you don't have all the research, you can still have a conversation. You can still ask people about their opinions and what they know and really just get like your friends and family started just discussing it because then that's when your like creative brain turns on and you're like, oh, what can I do to really make a difference? And even like eliminating. Plastic bottles, as you mentioned, or plastic bags. Doing like reusable grocery bags. Um, there's just so many little things that we can be doing, and you might feel like, oh, what kind of difference does that make? But it makes a huge one. And yeah. if all of us were doing something to mm-hmm. to help combat this, it's it's I, I can only imagine the impact that that would really have. It yeah. shouldn't, it shouldn't have to be some big task. It can be something so simple, even if it's just your voice to further the conversation, and get more people thinking about it instead of turning a blind eye and pretending like it's not happening because eventually it's going to smack us all in the face. So let's not get to that point. Let's be like prioritizing doing things between now and then so that this doesn't get out of hand and we can continue having a safe environment for humans on this planet for generations to come.
0: Prevention, not treatment. Let's celebrate the win for the Maldives We'll call it a win there. And hopefully, all good things will come of this. Um, next week, we will be back with a How About Us episode about Christmas time. Talk to you then.